0: This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. What's the tip? Um, big boy in a fifth.
1: Forget it. The fifth goes off at 3. We go to the track. You're listening to Race Day at Fairmont Park on LineupMedia.fm.
0: Hello. With a different story on every face. I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii. back. I'm not going to Hawaii. Will they make it through? I like the two horse front wraps. Big money on the four horse. I like the six. That's the horse. That's it. I always bet on five. The number one horse. I like the four. Number four. Four. I like the six. I like the four horse. And you lay your money
1: down you cross the line. Here comes the champ. I mean it. You are the champ. Believe me, you got more guts than you got sense. I love it. Now your host, Jono Cabinjian. it's a perfect time when you're tempted.
0: Welcome, welcome back, Race Fans, to another great show here at FairmontParkPodcast.com. And I got my guest here. I, uh, Brian, th- this guy we had on last time, our ratings w- went through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. A lot, a lot of people were enjoying <laughs> it. And we got Scott Jago back with the Paula Report. How are you?
1: Good to see you again, John. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, yeah, it was fun last time we did this.
0: Oh, you know what? It, it gave me a more broad look at what's happening and I, I thought this would be a great segment for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on in the horse racing business as we talked about last time and uh, you know, since our website is 365, 24-7, that's what we do. We cover mm-hmm. the business of thoroughbred racing and so uh,
0: yeah, I got a well,
1: be- finger on the pulse.
0: Before we get to that though, let's, uh, let's ask, uh, l- let me ask you how the racing fans out there can find your site and uh, be a part of that as well.
1: Yeah, pollockreport.com, and it's spelled P A U L I C K report.com. And you just go to the website and check out all the different sections we have. And then you can also click a button to sign up for a free email, which gives you headlines every day. Wow. You can't beat that.
0: Yeah. You know, horse racing people, they love each other. And this is a good way to, you know, have spread around uh, some horse racing love. Because, you know what? The system out there, the outside world, as you're about to tell me, they're out to get us. <laughs> it
1: feels like it. It yeah. really does. The media attention has not stopped. And, you know, there was an incident last week at Del Mar where two horses collided head on. It was a terrible. How the hell does that happen, I, Scott? I, I don't know. They're horses. They I could spook. see that
0: harness racing. I could see that uh, somehow the gate. Doesn't open up with the car door or whatever. What, what's that flap thing that opens up? With in any case, I could see that, but I, I I don't know how the hell
1: you run into each other at thoroughbreds. Well, it happened in training, of course. So ah, they're they're, okay. they're running in opposite. They're breezing. Yeah, okay, they're yeah. they're coming from different parts of the racetrack. It's not like a race where they're all going in the same direction. Right. So they were they were heading in opposite direction. They were heading toward each other, and the jockeys, the riders, did as much as they could to avoid it. But you know, horses. Once they spook, they're 1,200 pounds. I mean, they have a 100-pound jockey on them. It's, it's hard to stop. And so it was really unfortunate. But, of course, the, the mainstream media has, you know, taken that and lumped it in with some of the other fatalities that have occurred and acting, you know, adding it up. Because so, that is a very rare situation, and there's right. hardly anything you can do about it.
0: No, that's definitely true about that. Uh, and wh- where was that at? That was at Del Mar. What's going on with West Coast uh, riding out there? I mean, every every time you hear something happening, some sort of fatality, and it's out in the West Coast. It was Santa Anita a couple months ago, the whole year uh, up to to date with uh, Del Mar. Now Del Mar's seen some wacky stuff happen.
1: Well, yeah, like I said, that was that incident. And then there was one other fatality that's happened at Del Mar. So there's been three deaths uh, during the meet. Um, which is uh, not a big number, and especially, as I said, that, that collision was very rare. But uh, the mainstream press has you know, taken and run with this, and in fact, there have been fatalities occurring at other tracks. I mean, in Florida, in New York, they're just not reported like it is in California because of what happened at Santa Anita, because it's L.A., there's just so much more, bigger media attention, yeah, yeah. placed. but but there have been fatalities at other racetracks, and in fact, of if, you do, if you do the if you do the math on it, uh, there are other tracks in the country that have worse records than Santa Anita.
0: Yeah, I, you know, it, it's mainstream. That's uh, and uh, knock on wood, we haven't had. Uh, I don't think anything happened at Fairmont Park. I mean, uh, that's fantastic. We, we we've been running it. I mean. I don't know who you contribute that to, the trainers, the owners, the jocks, the, the guys working out on the track, uh, our morning clocker. He, he sees horses coming uh, this way and that way. I mean, the morning clocker's got to look down and say, you know what, uh, hold off on uh, this horse going off yet or something like that. So, you know, it, it, it plays a role.
1: Yeah, I've sat with clockers in the morning, and it is – I would call it controlled chaos. I mean, it's insane. Right. I don't know how those guys do it in terms of keeping track, especially when you have dozens of horses at the bigger tracks. You know, I sat at Churchill Downs in the morning, and I do not understand how they keep track of all the horses and what they're doing in their workouts. they got a, they got a stopwatch going, but then you have to identify the horse that's running because they don't have a sign on them that says, right. you know, here's fantastic Bob. Right. You know, it's like... Right. It, it, so anyway, that's a kind of a side side thing, but it is kind of fascinating to sit there with the clockers in the morning.
0: Uh, there is some, uh, I think, some big races coming up here that you were pretty excited about, letting well, me know before the show. Well, this weekend, the Whitney Stakes takes place
1: at Saratoga, and that is usually a pretty good race, but it's, this year it's special. I mean, the top four contenders for the Breeders' Cup Classic, which, of course, is the feature race of the Breeders' Cup – uh, they are all in this race. And, wow! And uh, so, it, and then there are other contenders that are all equally a threat. And so, it's wide open. It's going to be a great betting race. There are ten horses in the field, and uh, are, I highly who recommend.
0: Who are the four again? Would you know on
1: uh, the top Mc- of your head? Yeah, McKenzie, Thunder, Snow, Vino Rosso. And Catholic boy, I would say those. But then you have Game Winner, who's an excellent three-year-old, who was, uh, you know, participated in the in the Kentucky Derby and some other races. Vino Rosso is a very good horse, who was in the Derby a couple years ago. Maximum Security um, is listed here uh, for. I don't. He's not running in this race. Why is it say his name on here? Oh, that's the. Sorry, that was the classic rankings. Uh, but yeah, Thunder Snow, Mackenzie, Vino Rosso, they are all—they're all, all in this race. Catholic Boy,
0: uh, it's not. Didn't you mention though? There's a horse in there that won the Dubai a couple times. Thunder Snow, he's, that's amazing. Yeah, he's won the Dubai World Cup twice, two years running, and you know that's a. 10. And it's that wide open that this uh, this one doesn't stand out like that.
1: He 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 has run here before, right? Uh, and he finished. He was third in the Breeders' Cup Classic last year. He was third in the Met Mile earlier this year, right at Belmont. He just hasn't won here, but he's yeah. very good. He's the richest racehorse in the world right now, active.
0: Wow, he's got to be, got to yeah. be. That sounds like a hell of a, what, what, what time do you think that's going off at? Uh, it's, I think the uh, broadcast. That's a feature race. So. Yeah, and the
1: broadcast begins at 5 p.m. on NBC Sports Network. All right. So you can tune in on um, Wow All NBC right. Sports Network. And then the that. race will go off, I don't know, 5.45 or something like that.
0: You know, the thing about it, uh, when you have something like that in boxing or uh, UFC, it's pay-per-view. We we can watch that free. Yeah. Right. So.
1: Yeah, well, actually, you know, the racing industry pays for its TV coverage with, with NBC. They have a deal. Mm. So it's not like other sports where NBC is, you know, it covers the Triple Crown, of course, but when you have some of these other races, a lot of times the uh, the industry is paying to have – Television coverage. I didn't
0: know that. I didn't know that. Uh, you know what else is kind of cool uh, for a fan? Uh, it's it's owning a horse for fifteen to eighteen minutes or thirty minutes. That's your horse. Right. You don't have to pay the stable. You don't have to pay the trainer or anything. But you have that much strong conviction for that horse. You 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 went up to the window. Now that's part of you for the next twenty minutes or thirty minutes. That's your horse. You bet on that horse, and that you feel like that's my horse. Now, now, the owner, he has to go home with this horse yeah. that finishes fifth or sixth. But you guys, I'll tell you, that's the best part of owning a horse, too, for 15, 20 minutes. You get to move on to another horse. Yeah, you
1: get to pick another one in the next race. Right. Uh, it's the beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's why yeah. I love horse racing. Um, and I did actually have an ownership stake in a horse, probably like his tail, one time. Uh, you know, like 1%. It was just, but, but again. You're an I know, owner. I, yeah, and, you know, we did have to pay the bills. Right. Uh, unlike when you're a horse player. Um, but it's so exciting to have uh, even just a piece of a horse because you really do feel a sense of, hey, that's my horse. And, can
0: you make money when it's syndicated like that? You know, n- not our horse. but Not, <laughs> not your horse.
1: You can. It's, I wouldn't, it's tough, though. I wouldn't recommend it as a business strategy to make money. Right, Um, and you know what they say: if you want to make a small fortune in horse racing, start with a big one.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, definitely. I've heard uh, if you want to make a million, you got to spend a billion. (laughs) So, uh, I had uh, Dwayne Lucas; he was uh, my trainer to a couple of my horses, and uh, man, the stories he had—priceless, priceless. priceless. Him with Bobby Knight, and I mean, it's amazing. Lucas Lucas is what a character he is. Yeah, he's
1: got so many stories; he can talk all day long. And, uh, when, when we go to the Preakness, they have this thing called the alibi breakfast on Thursday before mm-hmm. the race. And it's the whole idea of it was what I call it. Alibi. The, the trainers give sort of give excuses before the race as to why they might lose, or it's turned into more about you know, ribbing each other. And Lucas is the star of the show. Every oh, single gotta year. Be, gotta <laughs>
0: be. Uh, I was sitting with him at Keeneland and I've told this story before. And, uh, He's like, I want another Superfecta and want another one, Jono. And I'm like, how do you want any All these? And he comes over and he gets real close. He goes, I box all the horses. (laughs) I go, you box Uh, all of them? No uh, one uh, aren't paying $137 a day for your horses. uh, And uh, he's like, you know what? If one of these come in, it pays off a 10 center. So he boxes all the horses. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we had the governor. We had the governor show up at uh, Fairmont Park this past Tuesday, and I'll tell you what, it was beautiful. The weather was great, a lot of people, and uh, it just felt like the right – the gods gave us a break. I think it's just unbelievable that uh,
1: a track like this uh, can draw crowds like that on a Tuesday afternoon. Right. Uh, it's, 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 it's great. I love it, and I'm very excited because this opportunity – with the casino games and slots and sports betting, uh, it's going to rejuvenate the track, increase the purses, uh, so they're going to be able to race more days, have more horses, and that's great for the business. And in in an era when everything is contracting in horse racing, uh, it's nice to see a track like Fairmount Park uh, thrive and you know not just survive, but it's it's thriving and will be even better, you know, in the in the coming years. Uh, and I can just tell
0: by going out there that. You know, it's, it's lively. It, there's a, yeah, they're, yeah. They're,
1: it's a great crowd.
0: Yeah, and, uh, I, you know, for you players out there that uh, play the horses, but your wife or vice versa doesn't play the horses. Well, now they can play the casino. You, you guys can go out there together and enjoy a nice night because I know a lot of casino players that don't like horse racing, and I know horse racing people that don't like casinos. So now you're getting both, uh, you're getting the couple out there which you might which you might not have in the past,, yeah, and again,
1: the purse increases will be huge, and we've seen that at other tracks when the purses go up, the racing gets better, uh, it attracts more trainers, so you'll have regional trainers who will come to Illinois to Fairmount Park to run their horses when maybe they don't now because the of the purse
0: increases now you uh, do you think if purses move up to what 15 16 18000 on the or 12000 let's say 12 nah, let's be honest 10000 at the lowest and moving on to 18000 on the claims uh on the uh, on the purse wise 18 yeah. to 25000 let's go uh, will you see bigger outfits coming in
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I, I don't know if you're gonna get. Uh, I don't. I don't think you're gonna get Todd Pletcher coming to Fairmount Park, but
0: you could get. As again, can we w- compare it to? Okay, let's say Delaware. In Delaware, uh, y- you got a uh, purses that go up. You got a casino there, but the ma- the big outfits, you don't see the big outfits.
1: Yeah, and I think Delaware is an example of you know it's in the Northeast, and you have uh, you can travel quickly to various tracks in the Northeast. Right it's a lot easier than Fairmount park is kind of in the middle of nowhere. And you know, you're talking about what Kentucky trainers maybe would come. I'm just, well, you got, of... you
0: got Oakland. That's uh, yeah, Oakland's three hours, four hours. Yeah, yeah. You got Prairie meadows. They have such good purses at Oakland though. I can't, yeah, but that's it. seasonal. I mean, it's yeah, they, true. They, true. They're not holding it all the time. And uh, then you got Prairie meadows yeah. that would uh, come in. So, uh, well, if you're looking at like Ohio track, you're you're going to have the Fort Erie horses go there, and uh, you're going to have Pennsylvania and West Virginia horses. Yeah, going into Ohio. So I think with us, we'll have uh, we'll have uh, the Iowa, the Georgia, uh, not Georgia, but the Oklahoma horses. They got a track over there too. Yeah, Remington Park. W- Remington.
1: Yeah, and Oakland. Yeah, you could Oklahoma. get some of those trainers. But the main point is that with purse increases and in, and if you don't have it in surrounding states, uh, it's an attraction. And we've seen it with, like with Indiana. Uh, in fact, we've seen it with Illinois in the opposite, you know, the purses haven't been that high. And so, and like Arlington park, even, you know, the purses, because they didn't have the casino, they didn't have the slot money. So a lot of those Illinois owners were going to Indiana right. to race at Indiana grand where no they have question. really good
0: purses. No question about it. No question about it. Um, yeah, that's, uh, we had the governor out. It seemed like a great day. Everyone was into it, and uh, I just hope that uh, – when, when are they predicting this, by January? They said next year,
1: but, um, again, they hedged it because there's still a process to go through, and these things take time, so I wouldn't cross my fingers that it's even going to be next year, but – I would think by
0: 2021. I think they're setting up a big, uh, big off like a tent setup, a big tent setup where they're gonna have the slot machines over there, in that uh, where the valet area is. But moving on down, it'll probably be piecemeal. You
1: know, maybe the slots come in first, and then you get right sports betting later or something like that.
0: No, that's definitely it. Uh, Did you get to take a look at the Fairmont Park? I did, I did for Saturday. All right, I did too. How's the weather out there, Ryan? Uh, weather's looking great. Actually, it'll be uh high 85, mostly cloudy. Um, and should, should be a nice, nice breeze. breeze. Yeah. Nice breeze. Yeah. It'll be a, uh, yeah, it'll be a very pleasant night. No rain for the uh, fast past, track. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be good and dry. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be great. Do you think that that has uh, a big factor in these horses on their health as well? Of course. Right. Weather, the weather. Oh, certainly it can in terms of, uh,
1: you know, muddy tracks are much more difficult to run over. And uh, I think we saw Santa Anita had some problems with its track due to heavy rain. And that caused problems for the racing surface. And then that subsequently caused fatalities. Uh, part of you know well, part at, of that was the
0: reason. That's interesting too, then, because uh, what is Santa Anita? It's it is synthetic, right? No, it's it's dirt. It yeah. is dirt. They okay. used to have synthetic. Yeah, and I remember synthetic.
1: It, you know, and this is a this is a sticking point right now in the industry because a lot of these tracks that had synthetics like Keeneland and Santa Anita have switched back to dirt, and dirt empirically, I mean, this is based on the research, is a more dangerous surface for catastrophic breakdowns of horses then synthetics it's been proven so the switch back to dirt there's a lot of reasons for that the breeding industry you know have all, has all these horses that are dirt you know stallions and and then there's the trainers who uh, found that they were getting uh, nagging hind end injuries with synthetics but they weren't getting the catastrophic breakdowns and that's the trade-off so that was a little bit of a tangent but uh, the fact that the industry has gone back to dirt is kind of biting us in the butt right
0: now, <laughs> and that's a, and that's a shame too because th- that's our traditional Americana dirt. You know, I mean uh, that's that's what we've always run on, and so uh, something's got to something's got to give, something's got to happen here. Do you think from uh, I, I'll get to the racing at Fairmont Park in a second, but do you think that the when they switched it, something happened in that? Recourse it, it's right definitely there. Definitely
1: possible. That's definitely a uh, potential explanation. Uh, but I want to make one more point about this, and and that is that synthetic tracks are improved. Remember, remember um, AstroTurf. Yeah, oh, you know, of course. Like, yeah, remember, like, it, uh, Houston, Houston. Yeah, you know, and and it was it was like cement. The NFL players complained all the time about you know they were like playing on cement. Well, over the years, they've gotten a synthetic surface that's just like grass, and it's soft like grass. That's because technology has allowed um, researchers to come up with these things. And that's why synthetics are better, in my opinion, because they can constantly be improved.
0: And Mm -hmm. dirt is always just going to be dirt. Right, right. Yeah, I remember those cookie-cutter stadiums in Cincinnati. The riverfront had the— Well, St. Louis had St. Louis. The ball uh, would
1: bounce way uh, higher.
0: Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I remember my uh, shortstop for the Cincinnati yeah. Reds. He used to use it on the hop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the bounce because the Concepcion couldn't get it there anymore, so he used it on the bounce to get the, the Ken Griffey Sr. Ozzy Smith did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so weather's good. You guys are going to have a good time, so let's get to the races here. Our first race is a 350-yard quarter horse maiden race here. And uh, what do you got on this one, my friend? Well, I think the two favorites in here are
1: logical winners. Um, but we're gonna—I see us going against each other then on this one. But no, I have a butt coming, and the butt is that I—that I, I, you know, I like to play against the favorites. And me too. I will take a shot with Das Boot. Is that your that your pick? Das Boot. All right, we are in agreement. Hey, you know, he's six to one on the morning line. Um, Getting a new trainer, I like that trainer switch. Looks like a positive one. Um, layoff is a bit of a concern because the horse hasn't run in in quite a while. But he had a couple of races in New Mexico that would destroy this field. Oh, speed he, figure wise,
0: the tracks he comes from, the tracks he comes from, Scott, are just bred for this type of racing. I mean, this is what they do yeah. on the uh, eight nine uh, a card uh, a day races out there. And uh, Das Boot. If this village idiot uh, last four, last three out of five has went nuts at the start and if, it, if it's focused yeah I think this horse gets the job done and gets the job done easily my numbers have got this horse winning by at least a length length and a half here not a neck not a head or anything yeah. so uh I like the booze here or the boot <laughs>
1: das boot do you remember that movie Did you know that was a movie? which one? It was a movie. He uh, knows it. Brian said, "1981, yeah, yeah." It's about a, a German U-boat. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, really tense. It's a yeah, great it's a, thriller. It's, it's a like, it's a good submarine yeah. story.
0: What, what's that called again, boys? I'm gonna That's the, name of the movie. That's, das Boot. Yeah. Das boot. <laughs> das boot. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, to <laughs> so check it out.
0: Wow, yeah, how'd you yeah. remember that?
1: Because <laughs> it's a <laughs> great guys. movie. Yeah, it's a classic. What the hell was I? Why can't I
0: remember anything like that? All right, Dust Boot. I'm gonna watch yeah. the movie with a winning ticket here on the. And Scott agrees with me. I hope we get a price on them. All right, let's move on to the second race. Second race, uh, we've got a six furlong claiming 4000 for three-year-olds and upward, which have not won three races. And uh, um, let's see who, who you got first here, and then uh, okay. I'll try to make out my chicken scratch here. All right.
1: Well, I don't like the favorite, the uh, morning line favorite, hell of a guy, nine to five. I think the only reason this horse is favored or will be favored is because he's dropping class. That's not a good enough reason to me. I can't find a win on his page uh, maybe a year ago. Um, So, and I guess the, uh, this is three lifetime. That's the condition for this. So the two horses that I like are both trained by the same guy, Mike Durham. Uh, They've both had one start under his care so it's possible they both could improve. That's the number 4, can he do it? And the number 5 Angry Bull. Uh they both have sort of similar histories coming into this race and you know, I would probably bet the one that has the best price.
0: I think um I I I I see where your angle is, but uh hell of a guy. I mean, uh this horse is dropping like uh, uh, out of a plane without a parachute. Here, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm just th-
1: suspicious. I, I don't like those
0: kinds of drops when it's so severe. It's it's severe enough, Scott, to where you almost have to respect. I mean, these horses are all banged up at this level. Yeah. I mean, they all got issues. Now, this horse was not competing at this level at uh, allowance optional claiming at twelve five, which, uh, I mean, Jesus, this this horse was running uh Open 12 uh, at Arlington uh, Park last year, and mm-hmm. uh, now it's down to claiming 4,000. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it, these are all wounded horses, I think. I think hell of a guy. You got to show some love there. I, I think I'm going to go with the three at 9 to 5. I, I, I know a little pricey, but I think the drop uh, is uh, very fail Favorable type of drop there, and uh, I'm going to go with American Success, the seven and two horse, uh, as my second, and uh, the two horse uh, to follow. I'm all chalky on this one. Dayyard's best. I think uh, these two follow <laughs> up here.
1: That's funny. We well, we covered the whole field. You have yeah, we you did. have you, you have three of. them. I have, know, I was thinking the, same I have thing. the other two.
0: <laughs> yeah. So hey, folks, uh, this is what's great about horse racing. You get you get. To the outside, you're standing around, you're with your buddy. He says he makes a case for his horse. You make a case for yours. That's what it's all about. You don't find that at a blackjack table that, uh, hey, my cards are better than your cards. <laughs> so Anyway, so that's right. what What do you have again?
1: Uh, so I, I went with the four and the five, both of the Durham horses. Okay.
0: So I went with the three on top with the two and three. So that's what I... I got on that one. Uh, let's move on to the third race. Uh, third race. We've got a, uh, one mile 70 allowance optional claiming 10,000. And, uh, I'm telling you the, this one right here, uh, I, I think the barn's, uh, looking very strong here in Scotty Becker's barn. He's got two in here yeah. with, uh, Brandon's, uh, position, uh, with Victor Santiago, uh, and stable, stable made, uh, smoke and gloat, uh, with Uriel Lopez, Uriel's back uh, riding. He's one of our veterans out there. He's always a nice, crafty uh, jock. He'll get the job done. And uh, I think he's being rewarded here by uh, smoke and gloat. But I still think uh, Brandon's position is a standout uh, horse here.
1: I, I agree that both the two and the five, the ones you just mentioned, are the, the two to key on. But I like the other one. I like smoke and gloat, mainly probably because of the price. But um, he has early speed, and he's coming out of fast races. I always look at the races that they're coming out of, and you can see the internal fractions on some of his starts. I mean, there's a six furlong Hawthorne race. It was 22 and 44, 21 and 44. So those are fast races, and I like seeing horses come out of fast races, especially horses with positional speed like this one on a track that is plays fair, but... You know, sometimes it does tend to favor well, the front runners.
0: Becker's jock is Santiago. Santiago rode the five, uh, smoke and gloat last time out and it really got drilled six by fifteen and uh no answer, nothing there. And uh he gets the he gets the two mount here at Brandon's position. I don't know. I, I think he's he chose that for uh uh, for a reason that he may not have wanted the five, so. maybe not.
1: But um, yeah, again, it all comes down to the odds. I think the two is going to get bet down right quite a bit. So you know, if I'm is looking, that a
0: nice exact box though? It could Those be. Two? It well, could be. But I think who, this who is can a screw tough this race. up?
1: Okay, I do like a couple other horses in here, um, potential upsetters. One of them is Showbiz Star. That horse is just in good form. In fact, when I I was out here at the track at Fairmount at June twenty second. When when this horse won, um, and I bet him and was very happy about it because I played the exacta and it came in, uh, and he's you know he's he won his last race as well. He was third in between there, just a horse in good form. I mean, he is eight years old but in good form. And the other one that I thought is just maybe on breeding uh, is Diamond Dave, the one who's six to one uh, by Drosselmeyer. We talked about the Breeders' Cup Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll never forget that day because it was one of my Biggest scores. Maybe I'm just being sentimental. And that's Drosselmeyer that was, was a stud. F- yeah, Drosselmeyer was fifteen to one, and he won the Breeders' Cup Classic. And yeah. I bet they, him that day. And there's was, a
0: soft spot for yeah, uh,
1: soft spot for Diamond yeah.
0: Dave. All right, there you go. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I think you make a good case on these. I just think that they're a little bit cheaper now. Uh, you got the horses going up, and you got horses that are right there, and uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good way to. Possibly, if you're trying to beat the favorite, it, t- take a look at these horses. Yeah,
1: but I think the, the clear standouts in this race are the two that are the connections are Becker and the owner, Sturts.
0: All right, let's move on to the fourth race here. Fourth race, we got an allowance optional claiming 10000 And And uh, I'll throw this out. Let, let me go first on this one. Yeah. Now I'm going with, uh, well, I'm not going with uh, this horse because I'm going to have it I'm going to make a good case out of this one. Right. Let's look at Great Scat, okay. the one-to-one horse. And uh, I really think that uh, the barn lets you know what this horse is all about. And uh, if this barn right here has got a tag on this horse, I think that uh, that plays a significant role in the Becker camp because uh, they're not going to put this horse in a 10th out. They're not going to have a tag on this horse if this horse... Wasn't sound to them. I think they they don't mind the move here. If someone wants to dig in their wallet, they can spend the ten grand and they could they could get great scat. Mm-hmm. And that's not like this barn. If if they run an allowance optional or allowance race, or I mean allowance optional claiming, right. they usually never have the claiming aspect to it. They're just in for the condition, not not the right topic. right. So uh, when the when you see great scat. And two starts back, uh, he, he lost by 12. Uh, allowance optional claiming to uh, midnight Las Vegas, and the high the green was in that race. Uh, and then the next race after that, all right, my play on this one uh, is, you know, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant on j- jumping on great scat because uh, two starts back, he got drilled six by 12. And then the uh, race after that, he won by three quarters over Peacock. So something, I, I, this horse is not blowing horses away, and to get one-to-one, I just don't see it. it, it it's, a, it's a frightening, uh, it's, a, it's a red flag <laughs> for me on this. Uh, but I do think, I think the barn showing uh, their hand and all that for uh, the great scat. I like uh, the three horse here with uh, bu- uh, hide the Green. Uh, two starts back, it bobbled, and uh, let's, uh, let's check that out. Yeah, it bobbled uh, at the start, and that's big if it bobbled at the start because if you throw that race out, and that was allowance 15000 the horse bounces right back in the next race and uh, gets uh, second by a head. I think this horse is much livelier right now looking at the form. I I like the hide the green, and uh, who the hell else did I like here? I, I, I liked one other horse. I like the two. I like the two. I like the two and the three here because the Peacock Man, I tell you, uh, gave it everything it had. I think the one thing about Peacock though, two starts back, it ran at eighty-three speed, and that's the best number it's ever posted. And it lost by a three-quarter. Uh, so I don't know if that we've seen the best of Peacock Man on that race. But the one that really stands out to me is uh, Hide the Green, and that's the three. I can see that. Uh-
1: Gerald Butler is an excellent trainer, and uh, I went through this race pretty carefully and thought almost any horse here could win it if you, if you are not on great scat, as you are talking about. But again, we disagree. I ended up on the five. Durango Kid by Stay Thirsty, who just tossed his last race. If you toss his last race, he lost by 20 lengths at Fairmount Park in an optional claiming Good 10. Call. But you go back before that, Wins by four and a half, second, second, second. And those are all optional claiming 12,000.
0: But they're three life. They though. are three that's, life. That's the one thing that I looked at that set me apart from the other horses. They didn't have to go through a condition race like that.
1: Right. But there was one, uh, the one on June 4th, it doesn't say three life there. No, no, you're right. I and mean, this, co- lost this horse. Lost by a head. You're right. So, and the other thing is, you can see his positional speed. Four years old, still has some upside, so I'm going to Durango Kid at six to one in the number five. That's that's going to be my pick.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'll throw that one in the back end of mine too. But I I'm, I'm not a big fan of the. Yeah, you know, we both agreed on that. The, this this one to one is probably overpriced here. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's move on to the fifth race. Fifth race, we've got a. Let's check this out. Let's check it out here. We got a six furlong maiden. And uh the purse is nine thousand. What is that? You know, it says maiden. Everywhere I look, we got maiden special weights. This mm. is a maiden race. Do you right. see those type of races? Yeah, maiden. You mean maiden claiming versus it's maiden a, special weight? Yeah. Well, we always call it maiden special weight. But this those is not are, a maiden special weight. This is just a maiden. It's not a claiming, and the no, weights are say, totally
1: different. The DRF posts. Uh, PPs do say made in special way. Right, so.
0: Right, but the, they, they're not made in special way. They're all uh, different. 116, 124, 116, 124. Okay, so uh,
1: two horses in here stood out to me. One of them is number seven, Wyatt Soul, who is four to one in the morning line, making his second start for Edward Essen Price.
0: Eddie Essenprice.
1: Price. Yeah. Um, you know, second start in this in a field like this. I loved, you know, you'll you'll usually see improvement after the first start, and the first start wasn't that bad. He lost by four and a half lengths, so I can see improvement coming there with that horse. The other one was uh, 9-2, to the WW can-do making his third start coming from Arlington Park as the top buyer speed figure, Um, Becker and Sturrits again. I don't really... I am perplexed as to why that horse is listed at 9 to 2 because there is no chance you're I getting don't. 9 to 2. I don't understand that morning line at all. I said the same thing. <laughs> I said the
0: same thing. I said, there's no way this is – it's got 9 to 2. What what the hell? This, this should be opening up at 6 to 5. Yeah. I mean – And you, he will. <laughs> uh, you just ran a maiden special weight at uh, Arlington Park. Before then, a uh, Hawthorne maiden special weight at 19,000. I don't think there's any intimidation coming – from these other horses on, uh, uh, WW con do can do or I mean, yeah, the last
1: speed figure is double what most of these. And that
0: is the three horse, by the way, three horse, uh, Becker, Santiago. i tell you what, Santiago has got some live mounts so far. And, uh, I got that fine. And you know what? You went down, you went, uh, South. I'm going North. I'm taking uh, the one to follow, Treasure Nap, and that's the other Eddie doesn't Price horse. Mm-hmm. And I think this horse has uh, been looking sharp. The workouts have been solid. This last workout he had uh, July 27th really, really looked uh, good. I think Eddie's going to have this horse uh, readied up here. The Treasure Nap may be a factor to WW, but I think uh, down the stretch, uh, WW can do. Just pulls away by two and just hands rides this one home. I, I got a I got a 3-1 on this one.
1: 3-1? One. Yeah. Right. yeah. I I, let, I mean, I think the 3 is going to be really tough, but I'll, I'll go 3 and 7, maybe box that.
0: 3-7, and we got 3-1. So oh, you're boxing that, so you yeah. think the 7's got a shot oh, at winning? Yeah, I think he does. Wow. All right, beautiful. I'll throw that in there, too, then. What the hell? Uh, let's move on to the 6th race. All right, 6th uh, race. We got a 6-4 long allowance optional, claiming 15000 What do you have here?
1: Let's see. This one, um, again, we have two favorites. They're both the Becker-Sturrits combo. Uh, I don't really like number three, Ballandine. He is taking another suspicious drop after two poor races, following a series of strong races, so I'm wondering if something is amiss. I like, of those two, the other one, number two, Archie, my boy, who's in good form, coming in from Arlington, Dropping, but not a massive drop. He probably just needs to run against lesser company. But if I'm going outside of the two favorites, then I'm looking at number four. This is a small field. Um, Midnight Las Vegas. Four to one has some speed. Maybe he can sneak off and steal this wire to wire. Uh, And I I like the fact he's stepping up in class because he's won four straight races. Why not? I, I like seeing that over those huge drops. So,
0: that's how I see this race. Uh, what, said, uh, what said the ESPN, uh, uh, co- the college uh, morning guy? Uh, college game day? Yeah, college game day where he goes, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> not so fast. And then, you know what? You make a good point. You make a good point. But I like the landing okay. here. I, I like the yeah, And I'll tell you why. We're really
1: not on the same page today. No, uh, well, I mean, <laughs>
0: That's good. They, uh, the Sturrits uh, owns Fairmont Park. Yeah, they go out and they claim this horse, all right? They they, they bring this horse uh to them, uh for what ten thousand was it? Or Eighty thousand? Yeah. Claimed by so okay, so they paid to get this horse, and uh, they they think that this horse is uh, the horse here. This is a good workout. This horse has run at uh, the last five six starts here, Keeneland, uh, Fairgrounds, Fairgrounds, Oakland Park, and Keeneland. And uh, race back uh, last year to Churchill Downs. They, this horse stands out to them. They they went to the a little piggy bank there. They paid eighty grand for this horse. Oh, uh, when they're uh, off a claim, uh, the barn is twenty five percent off a claim, and then blinkers off. They take the blinkers off. Guess what? You're at forty four percent with this barn when mm. it comes to that, and that plays a big role too. I think uh, the Becker camp's looking at this as a workout. Not even a race. I think a workout for this horse. I think this horse goes, uh, what is that? Uh, when you Backstroke. Backstroke. That's the work I'm looking for. I, I think that this horse has a field day. It, hell, hell, it ran the, this year already in uh, three out of the four races. Wow, that last one, too, was allowance optional claiming 80000 And the races before that a $100,000, 75000 uh, there's no resume with the field on this horse. No, and it's a four-horse field. And, and it, you clearly, don't even get the work that hard. Just based hard. on
1: class, he right. should win easily. Easily. He should win and easily. I'm but telling I you, like, they're looking at a workout here. And I, see, and I see that, but I don't like what I see in the last two races compared to the previous races. And if you look at his speed figures, you know, 66 and 69 the last two races. Before that, he was running 94, 86, 92, 97. So what happened in the, the last two races to slow him down by 30 points, that's my question. Well, and he, he went out of a new, you know, uh, went out of the barn of James Baker and then into the Becker barn. S- you know, he's, we'll see. I don't know.
0: Well, uh, here's another thing, too. Uh, uh, numbers could have been down last race because it was a muddy race. And the race before that, it was a good race. And yeah. it still had signs of muddiness and a little slop. But uh, then you go down one at. Be- Bef- after that at fairgrounds it ran a 108 on the on the stakes race there so uh it, it's uh i i think it it's got the right chemistry and our weatherman well, here he he yeah. said it's going to be a r- <laughs> real nice weather i i'm looking at this one as uh he's could oh. be the easiest winner on the card he really but, could at, but i'm not betting him it's right
1: even money and if he doesn't, you know it's a four-horse field. so if You're not you, going to get much value in this field, no matter what.
0: If you get even money on this, it, take it all the all the way because you won't see even money. I I think you'll see this oh, at going no at way. three to five. Yeah, three to five. So Scott's going to try to beat a three to five. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to go with a chalk riding machine here. I there's no way I can. Uh, You know, that's the thing about it, too. If it's a four-horse field, how can, uh, you know, there's not money involved. But these are the type of horses that you can single on your pick fours, too. Yeah. If you wanted to do something like that.
1: Of course, everybody else will be single.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, (laughs) too. Uh, Seventh race. Seventh race. Now, this one was my wide-open one. Uh, Six Mm -hmm. furlong, claiming 3,200. You got the three-horse here that could have done it. The four-horse here that could have done it. You got the five horse here that could have done it, but the butler, the seven horse doesn't do it. I don't like the. I don't like. Uh, and I'm using it. I'm using it like the. They're in a mansion all together. But I, I don't see the seven from 2017. Come on, uh, this is your first time out in 2007. Your works haven't been anything, anything special, and uh, now you're jumping back in there. I, I would have given it. I would have given it the one or two but you know what I I don't I don't see, they, they got it at claiming 3200 I I just don't see this horse doing anything first time out but I've got the three four five and eight here are my standouts let's uh let's uh, help me guess, break this down Guess Scott. who
1: I like you
0: like the seven I do oh my <laughs> god let's hear it let's I don't hear
1: love it. I don't love the seven and that two-year layoff obviously is a big concern but <sighs> If he's anything like he was, two there's years no ago,
0: way he can be Scott. There's yeah. no way. There's... If he's in
1: close, he should win this <laughs> race. Though, look at the rest of this field. I mean, seriously, there's just I nothing hear you. In here. It's not that... a stellar crowd, that's for sure. Yeah, and you know, if he's overbet, then I'm hands off. I'm not betting him. But if he floats up for some reason, then I would take a shot with him. I don't like the layoff. I usually won't bet horses coming off two year layoff, but. In this field, I couldn't find anyone else I liked. To be honest, I just
0: didn't find anyone else. If you're the owner, if you're the owner, you want this horse to show nice times, nice breezing times. For the fact is, you don't mind losing this horse for thirty-two hundred. Uh, you've been, uh, you, you've had it on the farm for two years now, yeah. and uh, owners like that just don't want to uh, keep extending, paying out on the, the, these type of horses. So you wanted the good morning work, f- so someone could say. Hey, you know what? I I don't mind taking a shot with 3,200 claiming the horse, but even your breezes, uh, your morning works haven't been anything special. So, uh, you know, it's it's not like you're coming back stellar. I think the eight horse, look at the morning works on this thing. Uh, The last two have really looked good. I know the uh, June 7th was one out of four, but uh, June 18th, he dug in, and this is between eight horses that you don't even know where they were i mean 5000 claiming uh, 10000 claim wh- whatever they could have uh, whatever he beat that day or uh, yeah the, this gelding 7 year old buddy bud the name and ortiz has been riding well so i don't know i i think uh, that's a that's a candidate for me that uh, he's a suspect i think the 3 uh the 3 horse here uh, not a ninja that's a good name not a yeah. ninja and uh, not a ninja's around the uh, finish what uh you know it's just uh the four mike kirby uh i think now I, this horse is taking a drop so i look at the horses on the drop and uh i gotta give some uh, respect to mike kirby and uh the five here name dropper name dropper last time out uh, had had the lead and just uh, fell apart and you know that's that why, why you're at a claiming 3200 i guess yeah. But I think uh, if I'm gonna go with, uh, to the well here, I'm gonna take the eight horse, uh, and that is uh, Buddy Bob. All hey, right, well. and, and your your horse, I definitely respect. I just I just see it, uh, uh, it the the layoff could have hurt it here, so that, that's what I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, obviously the, the the level and the tracks that he was running at previously uh, superior to the rest of the no field. No question. For, for, and the other thing is the trainer. Is doing very well. James Watkins, twenty-seven um, percent, eight wins, seven seconds, four thirds out of thirty starts for the meet. That's but I,
0: I like to break that down too because sure. uh, a lot of those wins have come under Gavilsky, the owner, and this is not a Gavilski horse. Okay, so uh, well, you
1: know more about this track than I do. So
0: the, yeah, that, that's <laughs> a that's a big point on that one too. I I, I don't okay. I don't know I don't know, but uh, anything could happen. It's Fairmont Park. Well, let's see if we uh, look back through the races. As best
1: bet. What's what's your favorite pick out of it? It's not going to be the seven here for me. <laughs> That's not my. No,
0: no. Uh, um, yeah, mine. Mine is uh, Belandin. Uh, I I think uh, the three horse in the sixth okay. race uh, really really opens up here with uh, without any hesitancy, you know, without any problem. I think Belandin is the lock for me on this one. In this card,
1: yeah, I guess I'll go with uh, Durango Kid in the fourth race. Wow, to try to beat
0: that heavy favorite. That's your best play. <laughs> what about your? Uh, yeah,
1: good form. I, I like. I like form. I like a win. A six three to one, seconds.
0: folks. He's got a six to one <laughs> on top here to beat the number number four here at one to one. So yeah, I, I don't like. Uh, great scat either, like I said. I don't like the tag on that horse. So Durango Kid could do it. I'm I'm going with uh hide the green in that race and that's a Butler horse and Butler always has them fired up. So uh that's your horse. What about the long shot play? That could be your long shot yeah, play. It could too. be a long
1: shot. I mean I, I like Doss Boot that in the quarter horse race, the first race. Yeah has it, a good long shot. Yeah what shot was play. that? Six to one, Six eight to one. to one? Yeah. And I, then you know another one that I, I, I kinda like is is Wyatt Soul. Potentially, but in the in race five, because if WW con do or whatever it is, uh, I mean, if he is nine to two, which he won't be, but if he somehow is around that price, I mean, you got to slam that horse. I mean, because oh, there's it, no question, it just makes no sense. No, otherwise, maybe Wyatt Soul, the seven in that in that fifth race, will uh, you know, it's a second time starter expecting improvement, but that WW can do could be the. The play of the card, if, if that horse is around nine to two,
0: do you have any pick threes out there, pick fours that that you could just play it like a daily double with three numbers? Um, I'll start that one okay. off on Let's the hear. first race. I got the five. Yeah, uh, we're, we're, that's the only one we the, agreed the, on. <laughs> yeah, that, so that that's good, folks. So you could uh, really uh, put that down as uh, one that we agree on. And uh, I came up with the three horse. A hell of a guy. Uh, I just think that with this big drop, and that's what bothers you. That's a big red flag for you, that big drop, and why why they want to get rid of the horse. But you know what? When you do want to get rid of the horse, that's the type of uh, action you want on it. You want it to go all the way down and just cram it down their face till they say, you know what, I'll I'll claim it now, just to have it stop beating us like this. So uh, I think that that's at the right level that he belongs in. And then I'm going with the two. I got a five, three, two, and the two in that uh, third race is uh, uh, Braden's position. I think the, that horse is a very tough horse to beat, also. So uh, that's my five dollar straight pick: three, five with a three, with the two, starting in the first race.
1: Well, if I had to pick one, I would probably. I don't like to start with a with a favorite, so that's a good that's a good one because you start with a with a price there. and a quarter horses anything could happen yeah exactly so if i did a pick three i might i like the two durham runners in race two so i might go too deep there okay one you know the das boot in the first then the two durham runners and then i would what pro- number are they uh four and five four in and the five. second race five all
0: right
1: and then i am this, the third race to me is is pretty deep. It's either not deep or it is. You know, like if, right. the, if the favorites perform, they're going to be tough. The two Becker horses. Um, so, you know, I, I think I'll just stick with Smoke and Gloat. And go with that one, number five.
0: Number five. All right. So, folks, uh, that's what we have. So, if you want to play this ticket here, play the five with the three, four, five with the two five. All I think right. we could. Uh, yeah. We'll cash in the ticket there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's what we have. Uh, how about our pick four? My pick four. I got a two, three, four. This starts on the race number four. Two, three, four. With the three. With the three. With the three, four, five, eight. And that's a one dollar uh, play is twelve bucks. So what do you what do you have on that?
1: So it starts in race four. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, then I would start with. You know, I like Durango Kid. I'm going to try to beat Great Scat in that first race, so I'm going to go with the five. Uh, although, actually, what I might do is go all <laughs> in that race. You want to go all? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll go all. Uh, and then I like two horses in race five, Wyatt Soul, number seven, and then uh, WW Can Do. I can't remember what
0: number he was. Um, uh, which one was that? The what race? Number five, uh, race five. Five race. Okay, you got uh, a Durango Kid. And who else?
1: Durango Kid. Uh, well, I was gonna say all to start out
0: that. Yeah. Because I'm gonna you, try to beat you, that. Great oh, scat you got or, you got all in the first yeah. one. You got six horses in the first one. Okay. Then now what? in race number five, you went with Durango Kid, and is that the only one, or you want to throw something else? No, I'm
1: saying race four, I'm going all. Then I'm going number. Oh, seven. that is race four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And I'm Sorry. going number seven and WW Can Do.
0: Number seven. And they will be okay, so you got the three and a seven. Yeah,
1: and then in the next race. Jeez. I'm gonna try to beat your your horse. I'm gonna do a number two and number four.
0: Two and number four. No respect here. We're <laughs> six to five. All right, let's move on. Let's uh move. And I guess up. I'm gonna
1: single true ten in the last. <laughs> which one do you have
0: here? Number seven and the last. seven. All right, so you got a six, uh, uh twelve. Uh, 12 uh, 24, See, you got a $24 ticket. Mm. All right. And he didn't throw in a favorite in there too. So, uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it up here. Scott $24 ticket. And that's a uh, $1 pick four. all right, my friend. So uh, how's, uh, uh, how do they find you guys? Let's let's give a little shout out to you guys again at, uh, the Pollock report. And, uh, uh, tell us what you'll be up to over the weekend. Well, again, the Whitney Stakes is this weekend, so that's a, you
1: know that's the feature of the card at Saratoga. And um, there's some other good races. I mean, Del Mar, the, their meet has fantastic races. Well, they work
0: with each other like they did a couple of years ago. That uh, it's like a pick five. And yeah, they
1: still, they do cross country pick five. With Gulf
0: Gulfstream, and then you got the Up East, and then you got uh, California. Yeah, they
1: still do those. They call it the cross country pick five, mm-hmm. and they have different tracks. The Stronic Group, you know, which owns Santa Anita, Laurel Park, Gulfstream, they actually have a Stronic 5, which is just their tracks. Sure. There's so many. Oh, and I forgot to mention, there is a new bet coming to Saratoga. They're replacing their pick 6. So it's not going to be a $2 pick 6 anymore. Great. It is going to be a jackpot wager. So it's going to be, I think it's a 20-cent minimum. could be 50 cents. I think it's 20 cents. How does it work? It's just like any of these other, like Rainbow Six, the jackpot wagers where – uh, if there isn't one single winning ticket on the day, then part of the pot goes to the winners who did pick six, right? To six winners. And then the rest of it carries over to the next day and it builds up. I mean, these, these rainbow sixes can build up. There was one a couple of years ago, famous $15 million, dollars. At, uh,
0: Gulfstream park. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very popular there. And then of course the mandatory payouts, on those days that that's when the pool can get to millions of dollars and you've got all this money that's built up over over time mm-hmm. and so you're basically paying you're playing with a lot of free money in the in the pools hitting one of those things even if it's chalky can be very lucrative
0: they have to get the public they have to get the betting public more involved when you have a $2 pick 6 all you're doing there is you're getting uh, I'm gonna call my buddy. That's a lawyer. Hey, I need the, you to put in 500. I. It's not the average Joes that are out there playing. because you know what, when we're going out there, we're taking two 300 at tops for me. You know, two 300, and uh, I'm I'm spreading that around. I can't be putting that all in one play and then losing in the first race and then feeling discouraged and going home. These racetracks are now becoming friendlier to the betters too. Oh yeah, that's what you have to do.
1: Definitely, it's been a big shift in the last few years, where tracks realize what they need to do to cater to horse players, and horse players are being pretty vocal about it. So you're getting more of these jackpot wagers, uh, and that you know the whales, they kill those pick uh, pick sixes at two dollars. You know it's just so hard to cover enough horses if you're just a you know average horse player if you don't have those the big you know robo betting machines and all that stuff. So yeah, the, the fact that the tracks have caught on to what people like and it's, you know, it, it encourages more people to play the game. You're right.
0: You're right. Well, that's uh post time is seven thirty at Fairmont park this Saturday night. I think it's going to be a great night, according to Brian. And, uh, we'd love to see you guys out there. The governor was out there. He loved everything uh, he's seen. And thank you all for coming out. You guys, uh, Showed a lot of love. And uh, not, and it wasn't even for the governor. That, that's what you guys normally do on a Tuesday. You guys are out there. You guys are having a real good time. The, I went to the middle level there, to the Black Stallion. You got the older crowd there. They come in with buses, and they're enjoying a buffet. Everyone's doing something, and everyone's having a good time out there. Yeah, it really is a fun atmosphere. Yeah. I love it. So uh, check it out, 7.30. I don't think they have party at the park anymore. It's seasonal, but I, I think they'll bring it back. But uh, that's not out there. 7.30 is post time. Get there around 7.00. You, you'll have a great time. Thank you so much, Scott, for being a part of the show again.
1: No problem. Again, it's Pollockreport.com P-A-U-L-I-C-K, report.com. And again, you can get a f- free email every day, get the headline. Just catch up on what's going on in the horse racing industry around the world.
0: Thank you, thank you. Keep cashing those winning tickets. We'll see you next time. Take care, my friends.
1: Tune in next week for another episode of Race Day at Fairmount Park on the lineupmedia.fm network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or through our website, fairmountparkpodcast.com, and follow the show on Facebook and Twitter.